So this thing about what comes first, it's a very conscious mind thing. When we think what comes first, bhakti for us is not coming first for sure. Because when it's devotion, it's surrender. It's like jahi vidi rakheram, tahi vidi rahiye. Whatever it is, you are my master, take me the way you want. And I'm not going to make all the decisions, I'm not going to keep all the burden, I'm not going to bother with all this meditation and all that. I'm happy that you are there and that's enough. You have brought me this far and you will take me further if you deem fit. That's devotion. There comes a time in devotion when you become so desperate. You become so desperate that you want to truly experience God because devotion means you A. Believe God exists. B. He or she has a form. And C. That form is far more superior than you. These are the three basics of devotion. That I am embodied soul, Jivatma, and he is supreme soul, Paramatma. So then comes a time when a devotee says, I never want to forget my God in everything that I do. That's one aspect of devotion. Some devotee says that I want to see my God. Either way, if you don't want to forget your God in everything that you're doing, you require a degree of mindfulness. The more you meditate, the more you build it. Or B, if you want to see the form, you still need very superior concentration. Even to somebody like Arjuna who was sitting right there, Krishna said, you know, the Dhami, Divyam Chakshut. I'm going to give you the divine eyes, divine eyes, Kante, because you cannot see my form, you cannot behold it with these conditioned eyes of yours. Because he was so engrossed in his own world, Arjun, that he just wasn't ready to behold that glory. So it depends on individual or personal mindset. There is a somebody who's, uh, who thinks about me every single day and in one of the meditation retreats in India he came up to me and said, he said, Swamiji, some people call me Swamiji, so he said, Swamiji, uh, you know, I have found you and frankly I don't care about anything else and please tell me why should I do meditation? He said to attain what? attain who? To get what? I said, maybe, you know, you could get more peace. He said, you know, whenever I'm restless, I think about you, I'm at peace. That's his sentiment that worked for him. It won't work for everybody. For some people, meditation alone would work. For some, devotion would work. What Ramakrishna Paramahansa found with meditation, uh, with devotion, just by being a bhakta of Kali. It's something that maybe somebody else, maybe a Kriya Yogi, maybe Lahiri Mahasya, found it with meditation. What Vivekananda found with 
service by spreading the message is similar to what Prahlad found with extreme devotion. And that's why at the end of every video of mine, there's this line that comes up, discover your own truth. It's your own truth alone that will set you free. And that's why till date I don't give people set methods that do this or do that because it doesn't work like that. When anybody gives you a cookie cutter method, that person is severely disrespecting and ignoring your individuality. And there comes a time when you are no longer an individual but you are part of this grand existence but until you get to that stage, you are an individual. And the method you should adopt is the method that should work with you and for you. In my personal journey, I never saw the difference between devotion or meditation. For hours and hours while meditating, I've cried out of devotion. For hours and hours, I've sat with extreme devotional sentiment, thinking about Bhagwan. In the most profound absorption I could think of without going through, without meditating as such. So there is no difference. But both paths have slightly different methods to get to the same truth, so to speak.